You're listening to a Flawless Noises Media Network production. Welcome, niggas and friends. Travel down the road, now we're back again. We know you true, you true friends, you a friend and a confidant. Whoa! Get this drunk nigga off. (laughs) Welcome. (laughs) Look at this drunk motherfucker. Welcome to Ratchet Ramblings, y'all. We back. I don't even know what number episode this is, but we doing shit because... We almost, we, we approaching the 150 mark sooner than later. I think this is episode 135. Yes. I mean, in Ep- fairness, we just going to do that anyway, because that's just how we is. Episode 135, as always, you know who I am. It's Candace, not so newlywed PC. I, I want to change my at name, but I don't want to unbrand my account. Um, but I definitely want to change my name to like FNM. Head, head, bitch, or some. But yes, you better but stand I, up in your bossness. Listen, I, you, you know what? Because y'all, I think I've been doing a really good job. I, I really cannot even begin to tell y'all just how much work Curtis and I were putting into the network. How much work Curtis was doing with the shows to take some of the load off of me. You know, having, you know, kid and husband and stuff like that. Um, but now that I'm doing it all, whoo, Curtis, Listen. I miss you. I've not stopped missing yes. you. I think about you all the time. Yes. I hope that you're proud. Yes. Um, I have to get gay side stories unlocked. Because, uh, yes. oh, y'all, we finally got all our accounts back right after Curtis passing. Twitter decided to lock us out of all of the show accounts and the show accounts tied to Curtis phone number um, was hell to get unlocked. Listen. Um, But now we have all of our show accounts back. Um, If you haven't, Gay Side Stories episodes are still up. They will never come down. You can listen to them. So as you, you should, to, you should, you should, you should listen to the gay side story episodes because it's so much content to yes. learn and grow with. Yes. Um, as and a Bianca lot of says, laughter content. Yeah. A lot of, a lot of good laughs, a lot of great guests, a lot of good hashtag content still available for you to listen. Yes. Yes. Yeah. You know what? I feel like, I feel like as I continue to podcast, ooh, child, I've been in this shit for like damn near five years. God this damn. But, but anyway, <laughs> ooh, child, don't make me feel mind. old. Oh, uh, but I feel like as since Curtis passed, I feel like, first of all, I love my friend. I miss my friend. As Candace said, I think about my friend daily. Um, I feel like he is up in heaven looking at me like, look at this goddamn motor oil signing ass nigga. But I feel like everything I do 
podcast on wives from now and you know real life shit from now i'm doing on. it for curtis like yeah, I'm, I'm pushing i'm pushing we pushing we yes. pushing hard like for curtis to have passed in february it's just now the beginning of may all of our shows are back up and running let me say that let me say that to everyone not just our listeners but to our to the host thank you because Yes. I did not expect for all of the shows to be back in rotation this quickly. Um, so thank y'all. Thank y'all for the hard work. Thank you to the listeners. Thank you for sticking it out with us um, while we develop this new normal and push. Especially through. with Twitter being some on some bullshit. With Twitter being on some Let bullshit. Some, girl, Sorry. Twitter, girl, listen, motherfucker. If somebody hadn't tweeted in a while, that, that even means one or two things. Either they're taking a break or they unfortunately have passed. It don't take all this goddamn Resident Evil ass encryption shit to get somebody a pass but not account even unlocked. That. Not even that. Here's the thing. And even so, when I got all accounts back, first thing I did was went and detached phone numbers from the accounts because that's what fucked us up bad in the first place. If there's a number attached to your account, that's the number Twitter will text to make you unlock and verify your account. It don't matter if you don't have that number no more. That is the number they will text to make you verify and unlock that account. That's just stupid. As fuck. So I turned off the two-factor uh, authentication so that we could get the accounts back. And then I popped it back on. You motherfuckers ain't slick. Y'all can't. Let me tell you something. I got like five goddamn emails because I was like, what the fuck is going on? I'm like, oh, Candace doing her thing. Okay, cool. Yeah, I'm, I'm right. trying to set it up um, <laughs> so that, you know, everybody has access to their account. God, God forbid that anything happens to me, but I've definitely um, taken some of the issues that I've run into uh, with Curtis's passing and made sure that should something happen to me, it could be a seamless transition aside from the obvious, you know, pain of losing somebody else, but a seamless transition where everybody's information is where it needs to be. People, you know, all that stuff, that stuff is a lot of, I'm saying that to say this, it has taken a lot to get the network back up and running and it has been a team effort this has not just been a Candace thing. This has been an everybody stepping up and helping thing. And yes. I just cannot thank the host enough for that. And the listeners as well. Um, but Curtis, you are super miss. But I hope you yes. proud because shit is starting to shake. Okay. Um, yes. If you haven't, remember that Manga X Manga podcast is up and running and putting out content. And Mike just had a really great guest on by the name of Pat. He goes by God Punch Pat on Twitter. He's um he's a creator and he has a webtoon slash comic slash anime that is in production right now. Yes. Um called uh God Punch. And the premise is really good. So if you haven't go check that out. The insecure experience is up and running yes. and getting really good feedback. Um yes with myself Bree, and tia where we're discussing insecure and we're just talking our shit along the way because for as much as people shit on insecure i'm gonna slam this drawer and shit i'm drinking this cherry <laughs> i'm drinking this wine i'm drinking this cherry moscato but i didn't basically had a whole bottle so uh <laughs> you're doing amazing friend um 
I too am um, am am drunk, so we we finna clown up and cut the food. So and continue. I don't even I don't even I don't even participate in the drugs, but it, I love when Curtis be like, "Ooh, vape, you almost got me." <laughs> so if if you I, are I if, you, if you if you if you dabble in the THC, uh, put one up in the air for Curtis. Yes. You know he wouldn't have it yes. any other way. Go listen to the Insecure Experience. It's really dope. It's something I'm really enjoying doing. And it's something that we needed on the network, an all-female presence type of show. Where yes. we discussing Insecure, but also we talking about a lot of our real-life experiences as well. A lot of women seem to be able to identify, and men as well, because we have some men listeners like, yo, when y'all finally let a man on the show, please let me be a guest. Please, please, please. So I mean, in even, fairness, I'm going to be the first one just because, I mean, I love y'all, but fuck y'all. But. <laughs> <laughs> so, you know, go listen to that. And we've been curating uh, insecure the Insecure Experience playlist, too, yes. which is available on Apple Music. I'm going to try to um, transfer it over to Spotify as well to create a listen, playlist. Listen, when y'all transfer it over to Spotify, because, friend, you know I'm all about that Spotify playlist. Just let me know. Yeah, I'm gonna do that today me, after we finish recording. Okay. Um, let me say this: I am super proud of you, Bree and Tia. I love the first two episodes. I'm this. I'm excited and ecstatic for the next the next episode. And I'm also just listen. Whenever y'all ready for a guest, just let me know. I will drop everything I'm doing to be on to cut the food. Just putting that out there. Gotcha. Yeah, well, you know, we're more than happy to have you. And so that's that. And before we get into the shows, some announcements. Marriage Boot Camp, the hip-hop edition, is coming back in July. Wait, what? All, yeah, Marriage Boot Camp, hip-hop edition, will be back in July. Yeah, they just finished the last season. It must be doing really well. And I think we made a good decision in adding it to the lineup. Because well, listen, in the, the preview I, mean, I saw, the, the... it's going to be some actual fighting in the house. Listen, like the more we fighting. need to drag, the, the better. The more we need to drag, the better. Um, It looks like, I thought Black Ink Chicago was coming back sooner, but it looks like it's coming back in July. Um, yeah, So, that, yeah. I guess that's a product of Rona because, like, I mean, we're going to cover it when we get to the show, but here, yeah, this was a season finale of, like, regular Black Yeah, and usually, so. yeah, and usually mm. they start up, like, the week after, um, but yeah. I checked, and so the internet is saying, like, June, July, so I guess we will see Real yeah, Housewives, Real Housewives of, of Atlanta, was, like, remote reunion hasn't aired yet. It airs so. on Mother's Day. So That's next, some, Andy, I see week. what you're doing, Andy. You a slick motherfucker. I see what you're doing. Yeah, you finna air this shit on Mother's Day, knowing that we just finna be a goddamn dragathon. I see what the the fuck you doing. But I'm looking forward to it. That 45 second clip I saw, it looked like the girls is 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 ready to start fucking fireworks. Listen, let me Um, tell you something. Nene looked the fuck over it. Let me tell you. (laughs) And I think Kenya was talking to Marlo in that preview, but we didn't see Marlo. But I think she was talking to, to Marlo. And this uh this beef with uh Portia and Eva. I'm I, ready for it because Eva is a coward and she can't never stand up in her own shit. And it looked like Portia finna make that bitch stand all the way up in it. 
You listen, I listen. I liked Eva much, much, much more when she was just a friend of the show as opposed to like a regular. She cast don't need member. a peach. She don't need a peach. She, she had no storyline. She, she had no storyline. She brought nothing to the show. If Eva was not on this season, we would not have missed her. That's how insignificant she was to the cast this season. I Cynthia agree. and that motherfucking wig girl, mm. wig mm. emporium, wig wearing ass bitch. What is wrong with you? Mm. Girl, I seen you. Kenya. The devil always look amazing. When you sell your soul, you always <laughs> sell it for something good. And Kenya, Kenya ate the girls up. Her makeup looked good. She didn't look overdressed. She didn't look tacky. She looked good, but she's still a miserable bitch. And good. I wonder who is Candy beefing with. Is it Nene? Child, at this point, we don't know here. Candy might be beefing with Nene here. She might be beefing with Tall. We don't damn know at this point. We don't know. Um, Before Real we get Housewives, into the show, let me let me let me. Well, say no, this. I was gonna say, Real Housewives of a Potomac has been postponed until this summer. They're yeah. trying to play it like it's due to Rona, but that they was done filming way before this pandemic shit hit. I could tell you that. Right. Yeah, they was done at the same time when Real Housewives. I mean, not Real Housewives. Married to Medicine, L.A., which is scheduled to do premiere tonight. You know, as Sunday as we're recording, so. I, I see, and you trying, because of the Rona, because everybody's staying in the house, hopefully, because mm, um, you trying to stagger, you know, you trying to give the girls, but you, you know. But you being some, slick. Yeah, you and think you're being think, slick, Andy. And, we and see I don't you. think it's staggered. I think that they cannot legally um, air this until this legal shit is straightened out with uh, Monique and Candace. Because I thought, like, maybe they had dropped the charges against each other, but I guess not. And it's still going full force ahead. And a lot of the little, a lot of the tea I've been catching all over the internet, Candace threw the first blow. But she subsequently got beat the fuck up. But she initiated it. So I would like to see how this played out on camera. I would have loved it. I think we got shortchanged. Um, but I guess legally you got to do what you got to do. And... I mean, that's that on that. Um, where are we going to start, friend? I, you know what? I would like to start in T.I. and Tiny because Monica, bitch, what the fuck? Monica, sis, you stupid as hell. Girl, get your half and go. What is you doing? I was really, really confused by that. Here's the thing. As much as people like to act like marriage is not a business venture, it's a business venture. It is. It truly is. It's a business. It's about love, but it's a business as well, which is why we see how the rich mount up when it's time to divorce because it is a business and they get the best divorce lawyers they money could buy to keep from having to split all their assets and shit with each other or trying or the wife trying to get half and the husband trying to refuse it girl get your women do a lot of labor in their marriages a lot a lot of building a lot of helping men unlearn and grow a lot of keeping house, keeping a this, lot of stepping stones while you on the, on the road playing sports, doing what you got to do. That nigga needs to give you what you deserve. And yeah. that's whatever you fucking want. 
Okay. Talking about you, you walked in with nothing, you leaving with nothing. Sis, that mm-mm. 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 Don't be too much of a rider die, okay? Please. Don't mind. listen, don't be a tiny. Listen. Cause Lord knows. Well, I, mm. Tiny even said all the ladies was like, girl, what the fuck? What you mean? All in the green screen. They all like, girl. I mean, I feel you, but uh-uh. This ain't it. Listen, let me tell you something. Tiny you even said half, she was I, like, she said when her and T.I. was going through a divorce, she was going to get her half. Which I wish she would have, because honestly, she deserved more than half, but that's neither here nor there. Uh, well, listen, Monica, I love you, girl, but ha- listen, more than half. Shannon Brown ain't, listen, that nigga ain't never been on nobody goddamn all-star team. Girl, what? You don't take all that. <laughs> you don't, you deserve. You don't take, listen, if you don't take 95% of that nigga's earnings, girl. <laughs> listen, I'm Shannon Bryan ain't been you. on nobody. All-star team, that nigga ain't been on nobody's goddamn first team defensive NBA here. He ain't even been on third team, girl. That nigga went into a dunk contest and lost. If you don't take off that nigga shit. But I'm trying to see, friend, while we talking about it. Who got the higher net worth? Because I might see why she... Okay. Okay. Never mind. I see you, sis. Get the fuck on. Hurry up and run, sis. Get on. Okay, who got the highest net worth? Him him or uh, her? Uh... Because I'm too lazy and drunk to look at it. Her. She has... She's Her net worth is double his. Well... (laughs) Run, sis. Mm. You and them badass feet get the hell on. Well, okay, I get it because trying to get half of nothing is still nothing. So I get it. Well, not even nothing. Shannon is worth eight million. Apparently, mm. he might be a bozo, but he's pro- obviously made some good investments. Held on to some money and is not hurting. But Monica well, is well, worth. He did it, float from team to team and Monica's, kept a roster spot. Monica is so. worth about sixteen million dollars. Honestly, that's a little too low for Monica. But continue. Yeah, but you got. I guess we got to consider up and downs in her career. But yeah, run, sis. Yeah, yeah. He ain't asking run. for nothing. You get the hell on. Run. Ariba, Ariba Dirty. <laughs> Ciao. Listen. Vamos. Adios. Okay. Listen. You change your number. You change your Instagram password. You change all that shit. Run. But honestly, it's good that they're handling this so maturely and not making a big ruckus. Best of luck on that. Um, they is fucking annoying. Latoya and her husband. I don't really like them together, and I feel like she might have rushed into her marriage because they don't really seem to be on the same page about anything at all. Like I'm, nothing. I'm not glad we're on the same page because I just. He just, yes, there's something is something is something is up. Like he just don't he don't he, he don't he rub kinda, me the right way. He don't. He kind of give me abuser vibes. And even if just not physically, tad. even if not physically, mentally and emotionally, because him throwing a fit about not being able to start couples therapy right away so that she can fulfill a business obligation. It was a red flag. If it, especially with anything, nigga, you need to do counseling separate of her first of all before y'all talk about marriage counseling. Which that's what. So the other Toya, I like her boyfriend. I like Red because he told. That's exactly what he told Tommy yes. is that, hey, 
You need to get your you shit together. You need to get your shit together. You need to get yourself right because you can't be a husband or a father if you're not where you need to be emotionally and mentally. Absolutely. And he revealed that he's been going to therapy by himself for since 2003, I since think. 2012, he said. Oh, okay, since 2012, um, just because it started with like relationship issues and breakups and this, that, and the third. But he's continued to go and continue to work on himself and be the healthiest version of himself. And you can tell. I like him and Toya together. I do like him and Toya together. Um, and so Tommy hopefully took that to heart. And that's cool. Hopefully. I want to talk about... Um, so Escape deserved that award. Let, now, let's be honest here. Deserved. Yeah, it's did. a shame it took them so long to get it. I think people don't give Escape the, the respect that they truly deserve. Um, but what yeah. they were doing as a girl group, um, it was, it, it, was an award. it was groundbreaking. Yeah. It was groundbreaking. Think- they wasn't prim, they wasn't proper. Um, I I actually back in that time, I definitely thought they were all some pretty girls, even tiny. Tiny is a product of a lot of bad plastic surgery, but yes. tiny back in the day was a was a well, she was pretty to me. Um, I but agree. with their image and what they were selling and how they were selling, they were still talking about sex and they were still, you know, doing that, but it wasn't reminiscent of the Supremes and stuff like that. They had yeah. their own style. They was coming straight out of Atlanta. They was country. They didn't give a fuck. I, uh, Escape definitely, to me, had groundbreaking music in the 90s. Yeah, I agree. I'll take it a step further than what T.I. said, because he was like, they are Atlanta legends, and I definitely agree. But I'll take no, it a step further. musical legends. Yeah, musical legends. Because let's be honest, because we've talked about this on this show. Uh, at least, for the most part, at least Tiny and Candy, they still getting royalties today for shit that they I wrote. Was, you know, and I was also going to say the Escape turned out three uh easily three of the best uh underrated r&b writers in the industry because yes. latasha was also a writer too remember after escape broke up she resurfaced and she was writing um she was writing for slip and slide remember she was yeah. on slip and slide with trick daddy yeah I and she that. was doing her own music and stuff like that but candy and tiny are grammy award-winning writers um, yeah. one of they had they penned one of the most iconic songs in the culture with no scrubs. Yep. Um, and so it was that was well deserved. And you, you know, we can't stand T.I. on the show, he's a misogynist, he's a pig, he's a bozo. Um, but I'm glad he told the truth about escape deserving they roses because they should have been got him. Yeah. I did like that. You know, what? the thing about T.I. is I like him in bunches. Like, I like when he's not being misogynistic, which honestly is not that often. But in small doses, I do like him. It's just when you get him all the time and the misogyny just jumps out where it's like, okay, nigga, I've had enough. Yeah. I like, um, so T.I.'s oldest son, he has always, he's always been the standout to me. Um, in terms of not that any of their kids are stupid, um, but he's always had a certain level of 
determination yeah when he you wants to do something and the cra- the wildest part is if that boy don't look just like his goddamn daddy listen just you know what i, I always like him messiah too is like He's like his daddy, but without the misogyny. Yet. I was just, that's what I had in my notes. First things first, he is very musically gifted and not on the hip hop part. And this is one of the things I do like about T.I.'s parenting um, because celebrities have a tendency to try to put their kids through unnecessary bullshit so that they could kind of struggle like they did. Looking at you, Tala. Todd, not even Todd, um, Dame Dash, but mm. we'll get to that. But T.I., I love the fact that he says, I got these connections. I've built this brand. I've built this reputation. I'm one of the greatest lyricists in hip-hop. You know, if you got a top 20 list, T.I. should be on it. Maybe even a top 10 list, T.I. should be on it. You can't take that away from T.I. And I love the fact that he's saying, hey, if my kids are turning out great work, I'm going to give them my connections to get to the next level. I've opened these doors so my kids could walk through. So walk your ass through if you're doing the work. Um, and I love that about him because I do believe one of the reasons we, we hear people talk about generational wealth is so that, so that the generations below them are not struggling like they had to. And I think black people have a bad habit of believing we are molded in the struggle. If we don't struggle, we aren't striving. I call bullshit on that. Our our ancestors, you know, our OGs and, and shit like that, they struggled because they didn't have a choice. You know, they didn't they didn't struggle because there was nothing else to hold on to. They didn't struggle because they wanted to. It wasn't optional. It just had to be. So I definitely appreciate that T.I. is making it so that as long as his children are doing the actual work, then he is providing the opportunities to them. I fucking love it. I'm like yes. that Dwayne Wade uh, gif. I love it. Yes. I love it. Which, <laughs> put a, hold on, put a, pause real quick. Which, I was going to bring this up earlier, but I realized I had myself on mute and my co-host couldn't hear me. So, that's a drag on my part. But, speaking of the ways, speaking of the ways, um, Gabrielle, baby, sweetie, I love you. Lord knows I do. I think you and Dwayne are doing fantastic work um, when it comes to Zaya and making sure she is loved and celebrated. And nobody can fuck with her. Lord knows I love that. But however, Gabrielle Union Wade, girl, nobody is giving a fuck about quote-unquote marginalized celebrities in these trying times. Let me just say Read that. the room. Read the fucking room. Girl. We will. You know what? We will discuss that at the end of the show because I've got... I've got some bones to pick up with both about the Badu versus Jill Scott battle because both mm. them bitches are bozos. So that's that. But we'll we'll, we'll touch on that at the end. Put a pin. Um, but congrats to Messiah who scored a job or internship or whatever with a producer with 
Molly Hunter, owner of Tree Sounds in Atlanta. Um, And I like that they're showing kids, they're showing black kids getting into the music industry as more than just an artist. Because there is so much that leads up to us getting the finished product that we are streaming or buying on streaming platforms. There's so much that happens that leads up to that. And it's, it goes beyond just rapping or singing, you know? So shout out to that and shout out to him for having a bigger, a bigger picture, a bigger vision. He said he want to, he want to do scores. He want to produce movie scores. He want to produce TV soundtracks and stuff like that. I'm with it. If you with it, I'm with it. And congratulations to him on that. Indeed. So this glamping trip. Mm. Nay is annoying as fuck. I I am inclined to chalk it up to her just being very young, but maybe Regine is somebody that you have to get to know in person to like her. Cause on TV, she's an incessant, she's like incessantly a know-it-all and very fucking insufferable. And she don't know shit about shit but how to avoid eating vegetables. And she's always fucking complaining. <laughs> and she's always trying to act like she's. Let me tell you, please, if you ever, if you ever hear this podcast, sweet pea, if you ever hear, it, you need to eat some damn peas. That's what you need to do. Listen, that, but you don't always have to tell people you growing or changing. Let your actions tell it. Every episode, she's had to let us know she's single, she's growing, she's maturing. She's trying to be this or that. You ain't got to tell us, baby. Let your actions show it. I'm so glad you went there, Frank, because that's what I got on my notes. Like, Regina, girl, baby, sweetie, beloved. You was with a nigga named Lucci. You don't have to tell us about your constant girlfriend, beloved. You should be doing that on your own time, and you should actually maybe engage with what the fuck your mama and Monica and Tiny, I mean, granted, it's Tiny, but still, should be trying to impart with you and actually have a conversation instead of reminding us about your growth. Because oftentimes the people that constantly remind us of their growth and their journey growing. really it's ain't performative. Correct. My it's friend. Typically correct. Performative. True. True and genuine growth will always be for self. Yes. And yes. when it's for you, you will understand that not, that not everybody will acknowledge your growth. Not everybody will care about your growth. Not everybody will respect your growth. Some people will continue to revert to the old version of yourself. And that's okay. But your growth was never for them. It was for you. So it don't matter what anybody has to say. Show us with your actions, honey, please. Because these words are ringing hollow. Because Lord Lord knows the North remembers how the fuck annoying you was before you got with Lucci. And how and how trash she was on growing up hip hop. Yes, the North And again, remembers. I'm I'm here to allow you growth, um, but just make it visible and stop talking about it. Yes, and also the, you can you say the anything. fuck annoying. Mm-hmm. That part, like you are annoying as fuck, Regine. Like I don't listen. If you ever happen to listen to this, like God bless you, because Lord knows, listening to our asses, cut the fool is a, 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 a basket in itself. But the point remains: you was the fuck annoying before you got with Lucci, and you have remained the fuck annoying when you was with Lucci, and your goddamn knows that you're annoying after you broke up with Lucci. So 
make sure your growth and your 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 development is for you and not just for show because right now it's leaning towards the latter and I don't like it. That part. The um, fact that Toya is trying to impart some wisdom in you and you just like, oh, I know it. You know, I'm gonna be alright. No, obviously you're not gonna be alright because the first of all, you was with fucking Luchi. Yeah. When you didn't eat no goddamn vegetables. That's the first part. Well, she still ain't eating none. I don't know how that happened. Mm. And maybe that's why. And you know what? Mm. Mm-mm. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with your body, girl. Your pee probably, you, your pee and your pussy stink. That's mm. the big issue here. Mm. Ain't nothing wrong with your body. Ain't nothing wrong with your size. You a shapely young queen. But I know your pee pee stink, bitch. It probably, it's, I know you it You always stink. smell like outside, even when you're inside. And that's the shit that we don't like. It smell like outside, inside them panties. <laughs> you stupid. Okay, and that is a mess for me. Um, <laughs> speaking of you Toya, stupid. I want to <laughs> I want to say that, you know, our hearts and our prayers go out to Toya and her family yes. as the murder trials for her brothers um get underway. You know, if you remember some years uh, some years back, both of her brothers were more, were murdered in New Orleans. And so now the trials are underway. So we're just sending love and light to the family because I know that'll be a very, very, very difficult um, situation to navigate, to have to relive it again, to have to hear the the attorneys, you know, replay all the details of the situation. So we sending y'all love on that. And also, um, Toya, girl, fuck your lousy ass daddy. Let me tell y'all something. Yes. If you have kids, listen to me listen to me because not only do i have a kid i am i am somebody's kid right come on kids. double aunt andre listen hey <laughs> <laughs> kids shouldn't have to chase their parents to have a relationship with them absolutely hear me not. again kids shouldn't have to chase their parents down to have a relationship with them I don't care if you are 6, 16, 26, 36, 46. As a parent, bar that your kids are not doing things that are harmful to you and other people, there is no reason that you are having no contact with your children. You are having no contact with your grandchildren. You have never seen your youngest grandchild, yet you are, you are father of the fucking year to your youngest child. Listen, that is unfair. That is deadbeat bullshit. And I'm with Toya. I don't have to have no relationship with you. You've shown me what you think of me as your child. I am I am expendable. I can be gotten rid of. Listen, what in the mojis of hell is going on here? And even he was playing child somewhere. Yeah. <sighs> Damn. Let me tell you. I hate to see it. Yeah, fuck your daddy, girl. You ain't got to break your neck to have a relationship with him. Listen, Toya, do you need me to beat him the fuck up? Because I'll do it. Because that shit is ridiculous. Speaking because of ridiculous. Because he is trash. Like, he is trash and he deserves to be slapped. And I'll be the nigga to do it. Glamping is not living in no fucking cabin. <laughs> <laughs> I was wondering why they named Even it Even glamping, that's not glamping. That's just like a little getaway. Typically, glamping is there's like a trailer like a real fancy RV trailer and shit like that. And 
fancy tents and shit like that. And girl, y'all man, that shit glamping, and I was like, this is just a regular season on love and hip hop. Yeah, I was about to say y'all went on the y'all went on a Kirk and Rashida trip. Okay. <laughs> you stupid. Y'all went to a cabin <laughs> in the woods. You got a chef catering the food and shit like like come on, y'all. Right. Let's be real. Like y'all could have named it something else and it would have been fine. But y'all named it glamping. How, you y'all can't name it glamping. It a, you should have called it a luau because tiny almost catching on fire is very symbi- symbolic for roasting a pig on an open flame. You know all friend, she needed was an apple in her fucking mouth. Fran. Fran. What? I mean, you didn't lie. However, still. Are you aching? Yep, yep, yep. For some bacon. Yep, yep, yep. Friend, I was a young warden hog. Friend, fuck you. (laughs) You ain't shit. When I was a young warden hog. Since we speaking on Tiny, you know, Tiny... You know, Tiny, I, I don't really I don't need to... I'm tired of you talking about sex. You, you knew where I was going. I don't need to know about I don't you. give a fuck about Ryder. I don't give a fuck about none of that. Listen, Shut I don't want to know about a horse. I don't know wanna I don't Girl, wanna know if about I, shit. If, if I want my bacon sexy, I will dress it up on a BLT. Listen, especially listen, let me tell you something. I don't need to know about your sex life when your sex life has not kept your nigga from cheating on you for eight or four goddamn years. Ooh. Listen, I do not need to know. I don't care. I don't want to know. Please leave us alone, Tiny. Spicy you are bragging about doing all this freaky shit and your niggas still cheat on you when the wind blow. We do not need to know this, Tiny. Don't. We don't care. Need to know. Listen, I don't want to know. You spicy today, friend. You spicy. Listen, I don't want to know. I like Tiny. Don't get me wrong. I do like Tiny in bunches. I like Tiny in bunches. I don't need Tiny all the time because she is the fuck annoying. But I don't need to know about your sex life. I don't. And ugly. Yeah, well, Did know, I say I that gonna, before? I wasn't going to say that because I felt like that was a given. But you know what? That's why you're here, friend. But <laughs> I'm here to reiterate. Correct. Listen, we love our literary Participate. Queen. <laughs> Congratulate. Yes, reiterate. Listen, because I don't need to know about your sex life, Tiny. Your sex life. I don't listen, give a I'm, fuck about nothing regarding Ryder. Your fine days is behind you. And nothing, you know the not crazy a part is. Thing. You know the crazy part is Tiny might be okay if she got some of them ass implants removed and changed that goddamn eye color back to her god given one. Because there was a time where I'm not even going to sit here and lie to you, friend. I'm going to be completely transparent. Tiny was fine as hell in this game. There was a time where I would. If if given the opportunity, I would take Tiny down, and I'm not even gonna lie to you. you but now the, I'm just like, <laughs> listen, I'm gonna show you kicking it. I tell you the fuck what, but <laughs> kick them guts in. <laughs> know me, <laughs> know me, <laughs> know me. But with all the stuff with you and time, with you and Ti, the eye contact, the over exaggeration of your ass is just like Tiny. I don't care at this point. I truly do not care. Listen, you and Tiny, you and Ti do the most you can in not raising y'all children to be bozos, and then leave us alone. That's all I care about. Cause I like the kids. I don't like y'all. 
I do like their kids. Even yes, I, I, I absolutely ones. like their kids. I don't like y'all because y'all some bozos. Please leave us alone. And for goddamn sure, leave us out of y'all sex life because clearly we see it's not fucking working. Word. I think that was all for niggas and hustle. That was that was it. We finna move on to growing up hip hop LA episode 16, Gangsters Paradise. Mm, Um that title. So okay, TT is pregnant. Cool. Pretty much. Um Jeremy, me and Jeremy was talking about this in text, but I've if I had to pick a Simmons, I'm always have preferred Vanessa. She's always seemed a little more down earth than Angela, who yes. Angela, preach, friend, preach, girl. What What the fuck is wrong with you, Angela? Do Angela do? She lacks total self awareness. Mm. She is self centered Mm. as fuck, and she always Mm. act like she don't know what the fuck be going on. But then cry when she hit the fan. I can't stand no always confused ass bitch. But not confused when the shit hits the fan. I cannot stand that, Angela. Let me tell you something. Let me tell you something, Angela. Your sister Vanessa is had is and probably always has been the most relatable Simmons. Because granted, the fact she can be a bozo, Vanessa can be a bozo. Let me not mince words with that. However, she definitely was a bozo for that Romeo shit because she could have nipped yes. that shit in the bud quick. Yes. Like oh, I just, up. I just. However, thing, with hold on, friend, with my friends, yes. my friends, yes. Can't nobody come to me and have no neck derogatory conversation about Jeremy. Like if I don't fuck with them like that, you know what I'm saying? Can't nobody. And my, and if we friends and you have a complaint with Jeremy, I'm going to always be like, well, did you talk to Jeremy about it first? Who I just had shave on it, but I'm going to shut up. Because <laughs> even like, even sometimes like, even if yeah. Curtis needed some from Jeremy or whatever, he'd let Jeremy know. It would never know. Jeremy had to find out from me that Curtis needed him to do something. Let me tell you something. Curtis will be in my inbox like, listen, you motor or sign the motherfucker. I need this from you. Um, and can, can you do it? If you can't, let me know. And if you can, I need you to get on it. So in what world does your sister's ex Okay, none of Jeremy's exes come and talk shit to me about Jeremy. Period. Correct. I don't give a fuck if Jeremy had been the one that cheated and fucked the shit up. If I choose to remain Jeremy's friend, that's what it is. I'm saying I understand the situation. Even if I don't condone it, that's still my friend. In what world can your sister's ex-boyfriend come and have a negative conversation with you about your sister and you listen? Mm-hmm. Girl, that was some bozo shit, and I'm gonna forever clock you for that because why? Why would you do that? That's stupid. Yeah. Even with all that said, though, we still like Angela. I mean, Vanessa. Way I like more than Angela, Angela way more than um, JoJo and Angela. And Angela, first of all, Vanessa, you are beautiful. Yes. Ain't nothing wrong with you. Let's let's focus okay. on that. We have to be sometimes honest with ourselves that as we get older, our bodies start to do older things. And maybe when she was younger, maybe before she had children, her snapback was really strong. Like she could, she could gain five, 10 pounds, you know, stop eating meat, stop eating bread for three weeks. And she probably would end up losing 20. 
Yeah. But as we get older, our bodies get older too. Our metabolisms get older and they slow down. And you are noticing that it's not as easy to lose weight now as it was when you were much younger. I also feel like she didn't, I mean, we got to look at the material, looking at Rev Run and um, I forget her name, but his wife. They yeah. don't seem like the most supportive parents, so that also could be a factor in well, why you know, that's, feels the way. You know, his wife Justine, that's his Justine, second that's wife. Yes, that's only yes. that's only Diggy and Russie's mom. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. and so their mom, the the oldest three have the same mom. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And yeah. And so um she's always from what I've seen of her on shows when she would make an appearance always seem very supportive and very down to earth as well. But Vanessa, lose the weight, lose it in a healthy manner. But while you're losing it, don't beat yourself up about packing on pounds. But I, when I was watching this, this is one of the things that God willing, the network will become really big and profitable for all of us. But a part of that, that scares me is is fame is people knowing because we see how cruel people can become to folks that are highly visible they pick you apart so what she was saying is absolutely true especially in hollywood and she's not even a big woman but she probably is big for being on the scene in in hollywood in la i just I felt bad to see her feeling like that. But in the middle of her moment, fucking Angela cannot stop what she's doing to listen to her sister. Like, girl, what a what a asshole. Why is she such an asshole? What the fuck is wrong with Angela? That man could have waited another two seconds to spritz your goddamn face. Why are you getting your makeup done to go to meetings? For Angela to be the most busiest bitch in LA, I don't see no project she working on. Hell, she begging Bow Wow to do the merchandise for his tour. I just want to say this. Fuck Dame Dash as a businessman, a father, and an overall human. Okay? Boogie owes you nothing. Nothing at all. And I just, I'm tired of you only get one mom or dad narrative that that people like to use to guilt their kids into dealing with them, even though they are toxic and wholly unhealthy. Um, Fuck your parents if they toxic like Dame Dash. Like, no, dead ass. Fuck your parents if they act anything like Dame Dash. I just, I don't understand that one at all. I don't even. Also, um, it's been a hot topic. We could, I might, we might as well touch on it, friend. You want to touch on this? Because I've been seeing all of these posts on Facebook about how uh, married couples stimulus checks have been getting snatched for back child support and how unfair it is and how they shouldn't get the wife's money and just the husband and not the money for the kids and blah. Here's the thing. 
when you lay down with dirty fucking dogs, you typically get up with fleas. Mm. Mm. Bow wow. Yippee-ki-yo, yippee motherfucker. When you lay down with dogs, you get up with fleas. Dame Dash do not have all these warrants for child support because he been paying his child support. Listen. Talking about this how just... real men handle it. No, real men take care of their kids and pay their child support. I was support. about to fucking say, Dame Dash, when have you ever shown us that you a real man? I would like to see it. Because other than that one instance, that one instance with motherfucking, who was it? Um, shit, what was the nigga from Empire? Fuck, what was his name? Oh, fuck. Um, fuck, who was it? The nigga that owed him money from uh, Empire. I forget his name. Oh, Lee Daniels. Lee Daniels. Other than that one instance with Lee Daniels, Dame, when have you ever been on the right side of any fucking thing? I'll wait. You set your fat face ass, tooth missing ass up here. And lied about with no the fucking circum- shirt, and lied about the circumstances surrounding R. Kelly and and Rockefeller working with him. You lied about that, mm. Mm. and let me tell you something. When Boogie dragged Dame, I screamed. He said, "Well, you got a lot of baby mamas, <laughs> and with a lot of baby mamas come baby mama drama." Listen, let me tell you something. That's on friend, you. Friend, I am always here for Boogie and honestly all the damn children dragging him because Dame is like, he one of them niggas where like he write about one thing but wrong about everything else but feel like you, he feels like you owe him that grace because he's right about that one particular thing. And that's not how it worked, Dame. Like, you could be right about something, because you was right about Lee Daniels, because, I mean, snake snake versus snake, so good the hell luck, everybody. But you wrong about everything else, and you wrong about the worst things pertaining to your own goddamn children. And you went and married that woman who is as sweet as she can be, but she's complicit in that bullshit, too. Because as a woman, I'm not about to sit up here and listen to you talk to your kids like that and treat your kids like that. He went and got... The exact type of woman who will not challenge him on anything and is there and is as subservient, as submissive as possible, watching you do all kind of bullshit. Nigga, you ain't going to jail because you paid your child support. You didn't have that warrant because you paid your child support. Absolutely. Let me tell you something. Dame is one of them niggas who, granted, I know that, you know, particularly straight men will will turn a blind eye to their friend being all types of trash. But let me tell you something. And Candace, you know, Candace is vouched for this. Let me tell you something. If I'm your friend and you out here being a bozo on that level, you dead to me. Damn that. I'll be damned. If you if you are yeah any if you participate in any type of abuse. Any type. We don't have anything to discuss, especially as like adults. Absolutely like if not. you have participate in abusing partners, abusing your kids, you know, uh, scamming on people, um, 
you know, just being vile and nasty to people all of the time. We ain't got shit you to know, discuss. We don't have anything to discuss at this Let point. Let me tell you Here's something. Let me tell you something. It's not even just about being messy. Everybody could be a little messy. Yeah. I retweet. I retweet plenty mess that ain't got nothing to do with me or nobody in my circle. <laughs> and we talk about it in the group chat. <laughs> it don't have shit to do with me or nobody in my circle. So when people retweet mess, I don't take that as I don't take that as a that's all you're about. But what I can say is when you have a history of abusing your spouses, abusing your kids, and not just in the physical, because everybody, why everybody think abuse just physical? Are we going to talk typically, about it or are we going to talk about it, friend? Typically, abuse, physical abuse is the last step in the abuse train. There has been a ton of abuse prior to the physical, a lot of mental, a lot of emotional, a lot of verbal abuse leading mm-hmm. up to the physical starting to happen. So mm-hmm. no, when, when we, when we talk about abuse, I'm talking about, like you said, friend, the way people treat their kids. I don't yes. want to be friends with people that's cussing their kids out and beating the snot out of them. Because let me tell you something. It, I have, let me get personal for just a second. It's a cousin that I have that I have not talked to in like 12 years. And everybody, whenever on my mama's side, whenever we get together, everybody be like, why you don't talk to so-and-so? Because that motherfucker is abusive. And I'm actually ashamed that the rest of y'all condone this shit and still talk to that motherfucker. Because this motherfucker is verbally, mentally, and physically abusive to his spouse. And y'all just act like the shit okay. Not me. That motherfucker is dead to me. I don't give a fuck if we related by blood. That nigga is dead to me. So you yeah. take with that what the fuck you will. Yeah. Yeah, I don't got time for that. I ain't got nothing for you. I ain't got no words for you. I ain't got no listen, that motherfucker is dead to me. You know what you know what the fuck I I I, I champion? People who, regardless of if they related to blood by me or not, people who treat people like people. That's what I champion. That's what I go up for. People who treat humans like human beings and not lesser than creatures with abuse and all types of shit like that. So the fact that Dame does that to his own goddamn child, I ain't got nothing for him. Yeah. No, I agree wholeheartedly. Fuck Um, you, Dame. Up here looking like a goddamn Pokemon and shit. Fuck you. Real. I will say, and we skipped this part, but I wanted to say the one thing that I did appreciate from Angela on this episode was her calling it overall wellness and not just something attributed to physical appearance. She is very self-centered, but I love her ideas on overall wellness and not just a number on the scale because that number on the scale will fuck you up. Let me tell you something. Listen, I have listened to the the number on the scale has called me a fat ass Kelly price a plenty of times when I'm doing the best I can to be healthy. So I I did. I agree with you. I appreciate it. I agree with that because we all know that the number on the scale, not necessarily lies, but it doesn't under, it just understands mass. It doesn't understand that, this is how much of your weight is fat and this is how much of your weight is muscle. Listen, because let me tell you something. It can't differentiate between the two. So sometimes the number on that scale, it might be what it is, but if you are doing the work, which I can't wait to get back to being able to do the work all the time and going to the fitness center, because I don't like working out outside. I do not. I'm not a bugs person. 
I'm not for the sun beaming down on my face. I'm not none of that. I like working out in air conditioned facilities and shit. Listen, friend, let me tell you something. I miss the gym so much. Now, granted, I'm glad that the gym is closed because you motherfuckers is nasty. Which when we end the show, I I have a rant on that when we end the show. But with that said, I definitely miss the gym. I miss working out like at the gym consistently. I miss machines. I miss like throwing so much weight around and you know just feeling just feeling that burn you know what i'm saying like yeah definitely you can do definitely do it at home don't get me wrong but it something about that gym working out just hit different and i miss that a lot agree i definitely but, agree but at the same time i want to be safe and you motherfuckers which mm-mm, mm-mm. yeah so i'll say that to the end of the show but continue friend yeah so there is that um and Dame Dash did end up getting arrested. I don't know what he thought. He thought he was going to go turn himself in and had him warrants handled. He had warrants somewhere else. They arrested his ass and took him right, right to booking. So, worst of luck to you, terrible motherfucker. Yeah, fuck you, Dame. Um, lastly, Egypt got to be the most naive, naive little young bitch I ever seen with two, <laughs> two, two hood ass parents, like hood the way they hood. Because Peppa and Tretch ain't from nobody's suburbs. At all. And they daughter do not have a lick of fucking common sense. At all. Yeah, first of all, Peppa Wig ain't even from the suburbs. Ooh. Mm. I told yeah. you, Demo, get it in every color ass wig she keep wearing. Mm. Oh, goddamn kaleidoscope ass wigs. Oh, goddamn. Buy one, get one free ass wig. Buy one, get one <laughs> buy, half off. No, nah, friend. Buy one, get one color free. <laughs> buy one color, get the next color in the same wig free. Like, girl, fuck out of here. Oh, Crayola ass wigs. <laughs> 24, 24 box of wigs and shit. <laughs> Magenta. Orange. <laughs> Cerulean. <laughs> Hey, Winkle. <laughs> hey, you know what her ribs remind me of? Like <laughs> that like one wig po- she had on in this episode wasn't wet, red; it was brick. Remember yeah. when they used to have a brick crayon in the box? Yeah, no, 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 no. Hold on, wait, 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 wait. Remember when? Uh, <laughs> you might not remember this. Remember when uh, Pokemon came on the Game Boy Color, and it was yeah. uh, that special edition with that Pikachu, and that every yeah. town you went to, the goddamn Game Boy changed color and shit. <laughs> Yeah, that's, that's what people <laughs> like. I just, how was y'all raising her for all these these years prior to her becoming an adult? Because she mm. she does not have any type of discernment in her mm. relationship. Nope. Like literally, the story has changed multiple times with TT coming out the bathroom. First things first. If you know that you have house guests. Why are you lingering around where the bathroom and their room is at? Mm. Why are you lingering around the bathroom? I agree. I I would like to understand that. I've never <laughs> seen somebody, knew somebody was in the bathroom, taking a shower, or just using the bathroom, and was sitting on the steps where the bathroom is at. You know what the thing about this is, Candice, like... I, I'm going to be honest. I'm going to be honest with our listeners. I'm going to be honest with my friend. And I'm going to be honest with the people that watch the show. The thing with this story is I want to care, but I can't because every time I watch this show 
the story changes every fucking time. Like, first of all, it was where she came, well, when I was in, sitting there and then she came out of the bathroom, she, you know, showed me all the goods and shit. Then it was, well, she didn't show me the goods right away, but once we moved to the other room, then she showed me the goods. Then it was, she didn't show me the goods at all, but I inquired about the goods. Like, I don't know what to believe. I have to believe in something in order to give a fuck about it. Like, at this point, it's so many stories. Like, this has got more twists and turns than the fucking last season of Game of Thrones, which, mm. but mm. <laughs> I don't know what to believe, so I can't be as invested. But what I do know is all y'all sound the fuck stupid. That's what I do know. And I, it's just, you know, get the like, fuck I out of con- I want a clear, concise story before I invest in I don't dragon. even want none of you know that. I want... I want Egypt to get the fuck out of my face defending that leech of a fiance who got you a used engagement ring. And also he's a white I don't, man. I don't want to hear nothing about him. I don't give a fuck about Sam. I'm going to be honest. And I agree with what everybody is saying. He found his way into your life where you have connections, where your people have connections. He got you and your mammy wrapped around his finger even when he mm. don't make no fucking sense and he using mm. the fuck out of y'all. Correct. Like girl, there's nothing he said made a goddamn lick of sense. He, I ain't never seen him go to nobody's job yet. Who is paying <laughs> the bills where y'all living at? <laughs> I ain't seen him do shit. And your He's brother, all... your father, your family. Like, here's the thing. Ultimately, it's your decision on whether you are going to be with Sam or not. But it would send up a big red flag if everybody in my family had an issue with you. And yes. the way that you conduct business and the way that you move. Because like, I come friend, from a family on, of wait, people. Wait, 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 Like, could you imagine, like, if I started to, I mean, I know this is, you know, quote, unquote, different power dynamics, but just, you know, stay with me for a minute. Could you imagine if I started dating with somebody and all of y'all had an issue with him, like you, like, with her, like you had an issue with her. Tay had an issue with her. Coney had an issue with her. Like, everybody that matters to me in my life Everybody got an issue with her and I'm still they hooking. Like, could you imagine? And not and not examining why they have the issue. Here's the thing. It's ultimately gonna be your decision whether you stay with the person or not, or you right. continue to date them or not. But I definitely believe that a lot of people have sensible families that don't all do that. Oh, we just ganging up on you because you dating somebody in my family. Absolutely. Like, I don't think that's everybody's M.O. And I don't think that's everybody's get down. So for me, it's just kind of like your dad had an issue. Initially, your mom had an issue. Your cousin has an issue. Your brother has an issue. Your friends have an issue. Every It's everybody and not him. Right. Like something about that just ain't adding up. At all. It's not adding up to me. And then... Also, so Egypt is younger than TT. And as we said at the top of the top of the segment, TT is pregnant. For Egypt to say, how you gonna tell me not to get pregnant, but you pregnant. You pregnant by a man that turned y'all engagement party into a press event for his music. Mm, that ain't even that fire. You are complaining about somebody telling you not to get pregnant by somebody who does not have a steady stream of income outside of this show. TT's mm. boyfriend, they didn't they literally have a hemp farm in Jamaica. 
TT has her own business venture. She has a business venture with her boyfriend. I would say TT is in a position to get pregnant and take care of said baby with said boyfriend and be okay. You come on now. Y'all can't even keep y'all house clean. I remember <laughs> seeing a house last season. And I was like, okay, that's disgusting. So they, honestly, they look like the type that don't even clean. They look like the type that don't clean they they kitchen regularly. You know what I'm saying? They definitely don't. They look like, like the go, type of people that throw mail on they uh on they on the sink or on the countertop where food go. Yes, yes. You know, uh, you know what? They look like the type where they'll drink, they'll eat in the bathroom. Ooh. Yeah, they definitely I, look like they eat chips on the toilet. Yeah, you know that rat looking like Trick Daddy. Also, her brother is right. Why are you inserting yourself into family business and y'all not family? When you mm. first start dating somebody, keep your ass out their family business. It ain't got nothing to do with you. It ain't your business. Mm-hmm. Period. Like, it's just like, could not- you imagine just dating somebody and then you're trying to be that goddamn family therapist and you only been talking to them like a week? Yeah, like, if if when me and Mike started dating... If his if something him and his mama had got into it, guess who would have shut the fuck up? Me, not my Correct. business. That's between you and your mama. What are you talking about? I I honestly I'm sad that Egypt is so naive and that she, as for as pretty as a girl as she is, she dating a nigga that looked like Sam. You know I wasn't finna he talk about his ugly. looks, but he can ugly. we talk about it? Cause he definitely looks like a thong. He is ugly. That nigga you know looks, what like he looks like tapioca pudding. You know what he looks like? He looks like a white face earthworm gym. He is a mess. He is ugly as fuck. Like he is definitely on like the bottom tier of attractive white men, which ain't few, ain't but a few. He but black. Still. That's what's funny. <laughs> <laughs> he black. He just light skin. You are dumbfounded. You know what? I ain't gonna sit here a lot. Sometimes I forget that he black. <laughs> <laughs> that ain't no white man. That's a nigga. A worthless one. Sam, you a dumb. <laughs> Cause I damn sure forgot to choose. <laughs> he had like a white man though. <laughs> like you the most Rachel Dolan's all ass nigga I never seen in my goddamn life. Sam. He kind of remind me. Have you, friend, have you ever watched Black Lightning? I did. He looked like Tobias. Oh, you, wow. <laughs> Sam Wells. <laughs> uh, he looked like Tobias. Wells. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he looked like to me, and I can't shake you. You stupid. <laughs> Cannot shake it. I mean, you didn't lie, but you stupid. (laughs) (laughs) Sam (laughs) Tarwell. Yeah. Yeah. All right. You know what? Let's let's move on. Let's move on. (laughs) Let's let's wind it out. Let's go on and wind it out. Let's talk about black ink. Black ink. Season right, finale, episode 26, <clears throat> it's like rain on your wedding day. All right, what do you want to start? Friend. All right, let me sit up for this. Friend, let me say this. 
you got one time to ever let me hear you scream, fuck Candace and Mike Wedding. I'm glad we started here. I'm going to beat the brakes off you. C's is her screaming, fuck Walt Walt and Jess Wedding. And that's really all you need to know about him as a friend. Because later in the show, he tries to be the voice of reason. And it was the most performative, disingenuous bullshit I ever heard in in my fucking life. He uh when he said fuck they wedding, he said yeah, that in the he first said, he said that in the first seconds of it opening. Woo, I'm glad we and we on one accord. I'm glad we started here, Frank. Cause let me tell He's, you something. I will beat you the fuck up. Let me tell you something. Listen. I, when I when I disrespect, I can handle the disrespect in return. My friend Jeremy will tell you that. He will <laughs> yes. tell you that. I take yes. I take shit in stride. When I start shit. Whatever energy is returned to me because of shit I started, I take it in stride. So if but you when you didn't a- start the shit and you met with the disrespect, I let me tell you something. You you dish it out tenfold. <laughs> I'ma beat the and I'ma beat the brakes off of you for real. You <laughs> invited you yourself to my fucking wedding after you said you was not coming. Because so for you, you were to so come worried. and everybody you brought with you to keep disrupting my wedding weekend mother fuck you fuck you see let me tell you something the thing that i the thing that i can't stand about c's and honestly most of the people in 113th maybe other than puma and alex and they really don't seem to have an opinion on whatever the fuck the thing that i can't stand about these motherfuckers is that they are so self-centered and hell-bent on having this beef with kitty when you niggas are the cause of all the shit that's what i can't every, fucking stand every, every issue that y'all have with kitty y'all have initiated it yes first things first tati you went and told sky that she was fucking ryan and sky went and blurted it out to the whole crew which and Sky ain't even here no goddamn more. Sky ain't even on the show no more. All that fucking loyalty and C's could C's had to fire her or or risk losing the show, and so he sacrificed you, bitch. That's first things first. Two, Tati, you started this. Donna, you inserted yourself. Bay, you jumped on the bandwagon trying to keep your job. And you got left by Kitty, a nigga that don't even like you, Bay. You need to really shut the fuck up. But Kitty, Kitty never did nothing to none of y'all for y'all to react like this. Donna, you got on social media talking shit about Kitty while still claiming she was your friend. Mm. Bitch, you, this is why I'm telling you, I know that these motherfuckers doing a lot for this check because there's no way, no way. You are you have even half of a healthy brain and you don't understand why that girl don't fuck with y'all. There's no fucking way. And I think y'all are dumb as fuck and musty looking in the motherfucker. But there is no way you are so dumb that you honestly believe that she severed y'all ties for no reason. At all. Like imagine you minding your own pussy, which Kitty, which let me point out, Kitty has done this entire quote unquote beef. Imagine minding your own pussy, doing the fuck doing what the fuck you want to do after a nigga who is your boss has continuously disrespected you time and time again. And in fairness, we have drag kitty, friend. We have drag kitty when she's been the fuck stupid. But imagine doing what the fuck you want to do with your own goddamn pussy and the bitches who was supposed to be your friend who don't even like C's for that part. Because let's not remember, 
Kid Seeds has disrespected Tati. She he's disrespected um Donna and disrespected Bay. Y'all don't even like this nigga for real, for real. But the fact that y'all have turned y'all back on Kitty, who has always had y'all back, even towards her own detriment, over this nigga, over what she's doing with her own damn pussy, right or wrong, quote-unquote, y'all have all the fucking nerve, and it is bothering me. Y'all don't have no reason to be with Kitty. I still cannot believe that these motherfuckers are mad at oh shit because he gave them the same energy they gave him when they tried to swab his baby and wife to get D- to do a DNA test. I'm gonna forever have beef with y'all for that because that was disgusting. And and it was never handled and in a professional it. manager in a professional manner. I'm that one. No, nah, you fr- you good, friend. You good. We we understood what you said, and, and she's allowed it. Allowed it, but as usual, when y'all said Walt was being sensitive a few episodes ago, when he said in all of his important moments, the shop makes his important moments about them. Yeah, and he did not lie. You motherfuckers ain't never been invited to a wedding, and I could tell because you don't understand wedding etiquette. Yeah, I mean, don't nobody y'all give a fuck a what you want as a guest. You a guest. You got the option to not be there. Yeah, y'all had. When you saw Oh Shit show up, hold on, sorry, friend. When y'all, when Oh Shit showed up, that was y'all cue to get the fuck out of Dodge if you wanted to. Right, because let's not even miss words. I mean, I know that for the show they had to say seize did, seize that. Big Fish did all that. Let's be absolutely the fuck clear about that. If it wasn't for Big Fish, this shit would not have transpired. So all this hooping and hollering y'all doing, talking about C's did this and C's did that and C's paid a lot. C's might have had a share in it. I'm not going to take that from him, but Big Fish allowed for all this because if it wasn't for Big Fish, it wouldn't be no goddamn wedding special. And y'all ruined that being fucking stupid. And that's that on that. And that's a lot to say for a nigga who cheated on Jess and Jess only wanted to marry this nigga after he went to jail. But even still, y'all were the fuck stupid. Yeah. Tati up here talking about I don't agree with Kitty's decision. Let me tell you something, bitch, because I've been waiting for this. Mm. Tati, you are the same motherfucker who has fucked half this shop. All the drama and fighting and bullshit that goes on in the shop is because of you and what decisions you make with your pussy. And yet you had the audacity, the motherfucking gall, the Ronald McDonald disgusting ass gall. To say that you don't agree with the decision that Kitty has made. What decisions that she has made that is so goddamn bad? Fucking who the fuck she wants to? Because you do the same thing and all you do is call drama and, sh- and, and chaos in a motherfucking shop. I'm confusion. You Ronald McDonald, Miss Scrooden looking ass bitch. I'm confusion as to the guard that you have, Tati. And Donna. I like the fact that you keep up a facade that you a bad bitch that can fight, but we all know that you can't fight worth a motherfucker. Listen. And the fact that you even up here getting proposed to because Alex is a stupid-ass nigga when you was fucking Tati the, the, the episode prior, you really need to humble yourself because you don't have a pot to piss in and a tooth to throw it out of, bitch. Exactly. Exactly. Like, and I've no, been waiting to get that off my spirit. Continue, friend. No, because y'all made y'all made his whole wedding weekend about y'all's bullshit. About y'all. 
I enjoyed Kwani. Kwani was drunk as fuck and and not letting the elephant stay in the room. <laughs> right. She was getting the bullshit out you know there. What? But Brand, I, I want to get. I'm not even gonna hold you. I'm not even gonna hold you. I don't necessarily feel for Kwani. And that's even with me knowing that Puma is an asshole, which he is, and we've dragged him for. But mm-hmm. her being drunk, I feel like, Frank, I feel like we could hang out with drunk Kwani and have a good time. Absolutely. Now, sober Kwani, um, I don't know. But I even Kwani, like sober Kwani. I do like sober Kwani. After she got past that C shit, she was, she was always pretty funny. But this, this is what I've been waiting to get to, because you already opened up the door. That's fair. I wanted to say I had in my notes that Tati was a grade A homewrecker, but I remember <laughs> we had this conversation last week about our bias, and my bias wouldn't allow me to really say that because you can't wreck a home that's happy. I, mm, but I will that. say is Tati, Tati, gross. Tati, is that her official name for us? Like, are we going to just call her Tati gross, from now on? Thought to yes. Cool. Your self esteem is as low as gas prices right now. <laughs> you have your self esteem is pandemic gas prices low. You have managed to insert yourself into so many relationships in the shop only to continue to come up empty handed, sweet pun. Sweet P. <laughs> Sweet pip, sweet stupid, sour hey, apple. Wait, wait, hold bitch, on, hold on, friend. Sour I, got it, grape. I got it. I got it. Hold on, wait, wait. I got it. I got it. In the words of our dear departed friend, my sweet bitch. Listen. <laughs> okay. Bitch, you have played in our face. You have played in our face all season, bitch. And the thing is, your self esteem is fucking. That shit is in the gutter, bitch. Yep. And it's causing drama for everybody else. You have fucked Teddy. Mm. You have fucked Donna. Mm. You have fucked the other tattoo artist. Mm. You have... Huh? I think his name was Jules, I think. Oh, yeah, something like that. It's, It's like who you claim. Walt tried to fuck on you. All this shit. All these things. Mm. Why? What, what have you reason? gained from it? For what reason? You know, I text Candace this, and it just amazes me that Kitty is considered the worst. She's considered the lowest. Like, don't nobody fuck with her, air quotes. You know, it just amazes me that Kitty is public enemy number one. But but Tati is right there. Like, right there. Most, if not all, of the mess and drama and fighting and confusion that goes on in one thirteenth is because of Tati, and don't nobody say shit to her. But yet, Kitty is public enemy number one as far as one thirteenth. Also, is Donna, why was you looking like if Killmonger was fat and albino? <laughs> Why'd you go to Hawaii with them little ass Killmonger dreads? Come on, Kendrick Lamonger. Come on. <laughs> You with the fucking mess. She definitely did. She looked like if she looked like if Killmonger shot that fashion over. Also, getting fat after having mad plastic surgery is wild as fuck, Donna. 
Donna, like we applaud. Why would you, you do you... that? We talk. We I stand. I stand. Good work, y'all know it. We, we always have we on the show. We stand. Good work. If you can't, if you can't grow it, let the doctor sew it. <laughs> right that now, friend. I love. <laughs> <laughs> if you can't get the ass you want, finance it. Finance that ass. Come on, poetry. Fine ass. Fi- that ass. For showtime. <laughs> Listen, let me yeah. tell you something. Yeah. I, you know, Donna worrying about Kenny instead of cheating on cheating on Alex days before he proposed. With a bitch that built like an ankle. And making a scene during this dinner rehearsal is trash. Donna, you ain't nothing but a wild cheating warthog. Mm. <laughs> you know <laughs> Donna the wild cheating warthog you know what she definitely looked like Wiz Pig on Diddy a Kong thought Racing. hog when I was a young come on, thought, thought hog, hog. <laughs> come on thought hog definitely you know what she looked like she looked like, if, she looked like if Bowser from Mario went in the shape well I just was trying to understand all this performance, all this performative bullshit y'all was giving us. And, and y'all, y'all motherfucking, Walt. and y'all motherfucking hands was dirty. Yeah, and shout out to Walt for being like, listen, fuck all this shit. Y'all ain't got to come to my goddamn wedding if you want to, because this is stupid. Because it is. It is fucking stupid. Listen, and also, C's, give it up. Yeah. Give it up, delicious. Yeah. Yeah, you don't like give this a fuck apology. You've you been mad at oh shit for 50, 11 years, but you don't be mad at that that missing side tooth whistling Dixie every time you fucking talk on our TV screen. Not only that, you sounded mad at, like oh, the shit. wind whipping back and forth in your fucking mouth, boy. Fuck you. Not only that, you mad at oh shit, but you not mad at yourself for allowing Dutch's stupid crusty ass for you fucking up your friendship with your day ones. Listen that part. Because listen, let me tell you something. You let Duchess no, go ahead, friend. My no, he just allowed people to disrespect oh shit as they felt when he was in the shop. So yeah. it's like I I don't feel I don't feel at all bad for the lack of relationship. Good for oh shit, you know, righting his wrongs because it was tacky as fuck to be trying to hang out with Duchess. Duchess ain't like you when she was in that shop. She wanted that's, you fired. That's fair. That is absolute fair. That. You know that was that was pointless in my opinion because Duchess orchestrated a lot of the bullshit that went on between U and C. So yeah, there's never a reason to be getting getting in the in the slot with that pig. Yeah, the, granted, I get you thinking it was innocent, but you have to remember this is Duchess, and you have to remember what you are a part of. You're yeah. a public figure now, and once you're a public figure, unless you really fade into obscurity, it never stops. At all. At all. Walton just ended up getting married. Congratulations Which, to can the I, Can I be petty for a second, friend? Uh-huh. Like, I ain't gonna lie. When Walt was talking, I'm not even gonna sit here and lie. I almost shared it too. I definitely did. But oh, yeah. The, I got emotional. Uh-huh. In the back of my mind, I was just thinking, like, Walt, you've been cheating on Jess for 84 years. And also, Jess, you was also, like ready to not marry this nigga until he went to jail so it's kind of like i mm, go ahead girl but it was still beautiful it was still beautiful that was just me, yeah, me, me I mean, being petty for this is the thing 
Um, for some people, cheating is the deal breaker. And for some people, they feel they can work through it. Yeah. I'm glad and I hope that Jess and Walt continue to work through it. And I hope that they have a long-standing, healthy, full um, marriage. But yeah. like you said, Jeremy, they was just in turmoil prior to this. Like However, three episodes we don't know, ago. <laughs> yeah, like three episodes ago. But I guess we don't know how many um, months that it was between those episodes. Yeah. So that's the only reason I'm like, maybe in that time they did more counseling, more therapy. Hopefully they did. Working, working it out. Um, congratulations to them, Tati and Alex. I mean, Donna and Alex. Yeah, Donna and Alex are engaged. Mm. I don't have nothing for that. Just because yeah. she's dishonest and Tati is dishonest. And if they was gonna clear that, like she should have spoke up. Like hopefully, well he that would have made for more drama, aired. which would but, what uh, I'm tuned in for. Yeah, absolutely. But accepting that ring, knowing you not... just violated the what y'all discussed, like that's trash to me. Yeah, I agree. Especially because let's be honest, we don't really tune in to these shows for the good endings, for the happy endings. We tune in for the mess. Because I for sure thought based on the previews. Which also bit fish fuck y'all because y'all definitely had me tuned in for drama and I didn't get that. Thinking that Tati was gonna tell Jess. Yes, yes. I don't think she was gonna tell her because it was a lie. You know, and see, see, this is the thing. You definitely made a good argument last week, friend, that Walt might have went in her DMs, and I'm not gonna put that past her because he's a straight black man. I'm not gonna put him past her. But I, yeah, but, I definitely don't think it was all of what she was making it out yes, to be. Yes, and the thing is, you know, people can flirt all the time, but just when you can flirt with somebody or gas them up, that don't mean you necessarily looking to take them down either. Not that part, I agree with you, but also Donna said something, and I hate that I had to agree with Donna, but she was like, if this happened. Why did you wait until this specific moment when these two people that you know are about to be married to bring it up? Also, why did you come on this trip? That why are you smiling two. in that? Why would you be smiling in this lady face participating in her wedding weekend, knowing that her soon-to-be husband just tried to take you down? That in the part DMs? Too. Like right. a lot of a lot of the a lot of the thought processes. Is that a word? Processes, processes. I fuck don't know. it, we'll, we, it's a word. It's fuck whatever it. we say. We it, it, whatever the fuck it is. But <laughs> in a lot of these, a lot of these scenarios, we still don't have a reason why she would be there, or if this was all true, everything she's saying. So yeah. also, in my mind, we just can't trust Tati, Tati a liar, Tati. and I just, I just do not trust nobody that looks like Lord Fuquad in a bob wig. Yeah, we can't trust Tati because one, she ugly and she look like Zelda, and two, we've seen her manipulate and construe shit that we've seen on the show to further her own ego and agenda. So it's it's she like definitely look like Lord Farquaad from she uh, Shrek. Does. Like we wig. can't like we can't put nothing past Walt because I mean look at him, but also we can't put nothing past Tati either. I'm less inclined to uh, side with Tati. Just because even in all Walt's bullshit that we've seen on the show, um, we still never seen him be thirsty the way Tati is to fuck That's on people in point. the shop. That's a good point. That's a good point. I mean, for God's sakes, Tati was thirsty for Teddy. 
in Which all his I shape. Wouldn't, I wouldn't be. I wouldn't even be mad at it if if Teddy wasn't Teddy. <laughs> right. If he was a different nigga. <laughs> like if he had a different. If the way he carried himself was different, I would totally get it. Like I would totally understand it because Teddy is attractive. But he moves so, like a fuck nigga so much. Yeah, he a bitch. He moved like C's. He a bitch. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, bitch. Check your I will say, Kitty, girl, you look good. I hope that you truly move on and fuck these niggas. And I'm looking forward to seeing you on the, I guess, whenever they start back, Black Ink Chicago, since they took a yeah, mid-season I, break. When C's got performative and tried to be the voice of reason, I was Let, like, nigga, shut the friend. fuck up. You let's kicked go. this off because you should have nipped all this shit in the butt. If it was really like that, you wouldn't have waited till you got to know to his rehearsal dinner to do it. Before y'all left the house, y'all would have been like, yo, this Walt wet, this Walt and just shit. I don't give a fuck how y'all feel about Kitty. Any of y'all try to fuck this man's weekend up, and I'm getting you up out the paint from the shop too. Right. Because like it's the fact that you waited period. until the dinner. When you was the cause of the reason, cause, cause, cause Puma pointed this out. Y'all was having a, you know, come to Jesus moment. Everything was cool until that the uh, the last episode when y'all was in the uh, strip club and you made it about you and stormed the fuck out. Y'all was bonding until then. See, so you trying to be the voice of reason really falls on hollow ears. Word. Check your text messages, friend. I okay, think I that was it, right for. The shows. Now we're just gonna get into a little bit of <laughs> poppity pop, 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 pop. You get on my damn nerve. That do look like Tati, and that's I stand on that. He do. It absolutely. Do. Um, Let me tell you something. Hold on. Wait, 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 friend. Let me pop it off because I saw this before we started recording, and I was trying to say this, but I didn't realize I had myself on mute when we first started started. So, drag me. But let me tell you something. I saw a a a, a video of Gabrielle Union, who I love. Let me let me make that clear before I get the dragon. I love Gabrielle Union. I think the work that her and Dwayne Wade have done, especially when it pertains to Zaya, and I think I speak for me and my friend when I say that if you disrespect Zaya, you don't need to be listening to this goddamn podcast because fuck you. However, I saw Gabrielle the Union in an interview say, that we need to think of the marginalized celebrities. <laughs> I can't even get it out. The marginalized celebrities who are hurting during this pandemic. Gabby, baby, sweetie, honey, beloved. The fact that you even had the gall and audacity to say marginalized celebrities. Girl, you are you you specifically are not in the camp of people who are paycheck to paycheck. If that, if not struggling during this pandemic with COVID-19, girl, you can't speak for every woman. You are not every woman. You are worth billions. Your husband, Dwayne Wade, is worth billions. You are not in the group of people who are paycheck to paycheck and worrying whether or not they have to choose between safety or rent or worse, don't even have a job to begin with. Girl, read the goddamn room. <laughs> Please. Stop this shit. Stop it. You are not making good points. You are looking the fuck stupid, and I want you to stop. Please. Go ahead, friend. Um. Yeah, that wasn't my 
that wasn't my uh my little drag but it, it's in the vicinity um so apparently mark zuckerberg is preparing to set facebook up so that um it will you people will be able to charge for ig lives i mean facebook lives i think i saw this uh, um they'll be able to charge like if they want to hold events and stuff like that yeah. live events that they can charge people for it and erica badu retweeted it basically hand clapping like a fucking seal <laughs> saying that uh you know that's good or whatever and people took her to task like too. She basically talking about well she got she got shit going too she's struggling too, if you struggling that's your own fault. You have made mm-hmm. millions, you have made millions over the and, years and still getting millions, still getting royalties. Let me see what Erica Badu net worth is. A lot, <laughs> more than our asses. <laughs> like um, girl, Did it tw- come up she has a net worth of twelve million. Mm. 12, 12 million more than us. Mm. Probably 13 million more than us, to be yeah. honest. Give or take cool. with the streams and shit. Um, girl. I know you fucking lying. Like, I listen, if you tr- not only listen. hold on, friend, not only oh, do friend. you have money you've made, you have three famous baby fathers. Mm. For your pussy to be so magical, you damn sure are seal clapping about being able to charge for Facebook Lives. Do you know? <laughs> you know for you what? to have the magic fairy dust pussy, you show out here sounding broken, battered. Girl, your your what shit drives for. What is what is real, bitch? Because you shouldn't be one for nothing. With Andre three thousand, uh, Jay Electronica, and some other famous nigga for baby daddies. Did she that, just that make pussy, a, like a line for her pussy scent? Like, girl. Yeah, yeah. She's selling her. She's selling her perfume. Her pussy as a perfume. What's really T boo boo? Because that mm. pussy can't be platinum if this is what you resorting to. Listen, I don't know what's wrong Black with y'all celebrities. But y'all are refusing to read the room, and it's low key infuriating. High key. Let me let me tell you something. Listen, listen. Let me say this, friend. Hold on. Give me a minute. I'm not even going to sit here and lie like there are some celebrities, keyword some, that are like one Mona Scott Young paycheck away from being like the rest of us. Think of like your low tier celebrities, quote unquote, on Love and Hip Hop, Miami or New York or whatever the fuck. However, Erica Badu, Gabrielle Union, y'all are not that. Y'all are still getting royalties today, even in a damn pandemic. You can't speak for all the girls because you're not all the girls. Read the room. And if you can't read the room, read. get somebody who can read the room. Get a publicist, something, because y'all sounding the fuck stupid and tone deaf. And it's infuriating. Yep. Because and there are people. S- oh, go ahead. No, I was saying that to say this about these battles. Jill Scott and Erica Badu are supposed to be going head to head in a battle next Saturday, I think. Yeah. Here's listen. Both these bitches is bozos. Always <laughs> have been and always will be. Jill Scott is an avid Cosby supporter. She died on that. She died on that hill. 
behind yeah, Bill Cosby did. when he was sentenced. She, okay? she tried to walk her back, but at that point, the damage was done. Uh, and and Erica Badu has a history of being a rape apologist. Yeah. Most notably, her rant on how young girls should have to wear their skirts for school should be longer so that they don't attempt so they don't tempt male teachers sexually. Mm. She's also Fran, an R. Kelly. We start recording. Put a pin in that because I got a story about that. Continue. She's also an R. Kelly apologist. Mm. I say that to say this. I don't give a fuck about these bitches could these bitches could battle for the United States of America to take it from Donald Trump. I would not be tuned in for it. <laughs> like they <laughs> this could they could be doing a game of 300, battling like it's the movie 300. I don't give a fuck. I would not be tuned in. I would not be watching. These bitches could be bullfighting, butt naked, oiled up. I would not be watching because I don't give a fuck. I don't really have anything for people who are R. Kelly and Cosby apologists. I don't give a fuck if they male or female. I'm here to give these bitches the same energy. I get these rusty, dusty, no good ass celebrity niggas who constantly bringing up R. Kelly and Bill Cosby and acting like they martyrs or some shit. Mm. Fuck y'all. And Badu, we seen you naked before. And Jill, we seen them titties before. So it's like I already know what's under them clothes. But yeah. fuck y'all. And this is and that's why it will continue to be fuck Erica Badu for me. Fair enough, friend. Fair enough. Oh God, bitch. <laughs> well, I think that's, <laughs> that's I think it. that's it for the rest around the podcast today. <laughs> <laughs> that's it for the day. Thank that. y'all for listening. Thank y'all for tuning in. Make sure you See tell y'all. a friend to tell a friend. Leave a five star rating. Yes, no one star woes, please. No Thank one you so star woes, please. All five star reviews. Um, and we'll see you niggas back next week.